Malloy makes Waterford debut in Sligo defeat. Article by Harry Shorthose. It's been a tumultuous couple of years for Carlo man Eric Malloy. Upon returning to Ireland from a tough spell in Poland last summer, he worked solo to keep up his fitness and tried to find a new club. With several options on the table, a deal to sign for Waterford came through right at the last minute, and he went on to make his debut off the bench with the Blues on Friday night. He admitted it's been a long journey to getting to this point, but that he's glad to finally be playing football again. It's been tough. I spent nearly all pre-season there. I was lined up from before pre-season started, and they kept me guessing the whole time. I was working really hard to prove myself, and there was just never any indication as to what was going to happen. There were guys there who already knew they were signed and could take it easy and not give it as much, which was frustrating. It was hard not having any information or knowing what was going to happen. There were other clubs who were interested too, and there was the option of going back to Poland, so it was hard just waiting. But I was delighted to get the contract at last. It's amazing to be back playing. At 28, I'm one of the oldest in the squad, which is strange, but it's really great to be playing in the Premier Division again. It's just off the motorway, which is really handy too. I got 20 minutes off the bench on Friday, which was nice. We didn't get the result we wanted, and the game was kind of over when I got on, but I think I did well. Malloy added that it's great to be home. I missed out on so much family time while I was away in Poland, so it's been really nice to catch up with everyone and spend time with them. It was nice to spend time with my granny who passed away just before Christmas. I'm glad I got the opportunity to be with her. You don't realise how much you miss out on sometimes. It's been hard working away by myself. Nobody sees the hard work that's going on behind the scenes, especially not knowing when I'd get to play again. I got offered the chance to go to shelves for the final few games of last season, but I had to keep myself fit for the start of the new League of Ireland season. Being on the telly is the reward of so much hard work that I've done to keep myself fit and in good shape. It's not easy, especially with the COVID guidelines. It makes it tougher and the same for going to trials, but finally being back playing football makes it all worth it. Burn delighted to win fourth PRO 14 medal. Article by Kieran Murphy. Ed Byrne captured his fourth PRO 14 final medal on Saturday in the RDS as Leinster maintained their dominance over Munster when beating them by a lot more than the 16-6 final score suggests. The Carlow prop came into the action on 52 minutes when he replaced Keane Healy. During the first half it looked as if Byrne was set for action a bit earlier than planned but Healy made a full recovery after receiving attention from the Leinster medical staff. At half-time, the sides were level at 6-all, after Ross Byrne kicked penalties for Leinster in the 3rd and the 11th minute. Playing away from the city end, the home side created most of the chances, but Munster hit back with two penalties from Joey Carberry on 13 and 40 minutes. The Reds were flattered to be level and had been lucky not to concede at least one try midway through the half, with referee Mike Adamson ruling Munster had done enough to hold the ball up when it seemed Leinster must touch down. We definitely had opportunities in the first half. That was the message at half-time, just to be a bit more clinical, agreed Byrne.
Once we got into the second half, we showed a bit more composure, held the ball and put ourselves into a good position. Their patience was rewarded after the break when Jack Conan was held up initially, but at the second time of asking, he made sure when touching down for the only try of the game. Munster were clearly rattled, and with the conversion a certainty, they compounded their errors when kicking dead from the kickoff. We spoke at half-time that the first ten minutes of the second half was going to be crucial, acknowledged Byrne. Thankfully, that went well, and even after the try, we got a big momentum swing when they kicked too far. I think our defence was good all day, and we knew they had to try something out of the ordinary if they were to score. Munster floundered. Even the loss of Johnny Sexton, who had come into the action, didn't concern the eventual winners. They all but put the game out of Munster's reach with a 66-minute penalty from Byrne. Our defence was very good getting off the line and after them. It is so important to put two scores between the teams, so it made our life easier. It meant that they had to chase the game in the last couple of minutes, Byrne pointed out. A week before, a shadow Leinster squad lost a big lead to Ospreys and paid the penalty when losing 24-19. That Ospreys game we were 19-3 up and we almost stopped playing and tried to defend that lead instead of playing our own game. We definitely learned a few lessons from that. That is the key message. You do have to learn from these defeats and then on the big days you have to make sure you get it right. Meanwhile, there's an outside chance the brothers Edward and Brian could meet at some stage in the European Rugby Cup. Brian's Bristol Bears side had a thrilling injury time win over Harlequins in the English Premiership last week and they play against Bordeaux at the weekend and Ed will be hoping for a place in the Leinster squad when they take on Toulon on Friday night in a last 16 game. There is still a long way to go yet but the possibility is hanging there. That would be some crack, Ed laughed. That would be brilliant. We will have to wait and see. We have a big test against Toulon next weekend, and they are in Bordeaux as well. Hopefully, we will both advance, and maybe at some stage, we will lock horns later in the competition. Local photographer wins GAA award. Article by Kieran Murphy. Jack Bolton from Greg Cullen, who was the Leash mascot and Leash vice-captain when Leash defeated Carlo to win promotion from Division 4 of the Alliance Football League in 2018, was the subject of a photograph taken by Paul Dargan, which won the GAA entries honoured in Human Rights Through Sports Awards. Paul took the photograph, which was entered into a project organised by Trust, which is a partnership project led by Munster Technical University on human rights and sport, founded by the Council of Europe and the European Union with Ireland's funding from the Irish Human Rights and Equality Commission. Two GAA entries were honoured on Thursday night at the Trust Ireland Awards ceremony, with Dargan's photo being nominated as the overall winning photograph. Entrants submitted photos or videos on what human rights in and through sport means to them, along with a short caption explaining their choice. The winner of the best video entry was Ballantyre St. John's clubman Bonnero Lynchig, who gave a powerful testimony as to how playing hurling transformed his life after arriving in Ireland as a refugee from Iraq. 
Carlo GAA Clean Up Carlo Initiative is a huge success. Article by Kieran Murphy. The Carlo GAA Clean Up Carlo Club Initiative, which took place over the weekend, proved to be a tremendous success. With members from clubs all over the county donning their high visibility litter picker jackets. All for a good cause and proof that the club's spirit is still alive and well in the pandemic. Many of the club's efforts were captured on social media, with much emphasis on social distancing and safe practices, combined with the overall goal of picking up litter from ditches and roadways in their surrounding areas. Palatine GAA advised their members that all litter collected could be left at their clubhouse in Benekerry for Carlow County Council to collect. Their friends from the other side of the county, O'Loughlin, captured Carlow Senior Hurler and their own club member, Aaron Ammond, with a black bag full of rubbish which he had collected. Club members were out as far as the Mile Bush, while the Toomey and McNally families, among others, were kept busy in Ballinabrana. Matt and Kate Burke from Nave Owen filled a bag of rubbish each too. They were joined by members of the Jordan clan. Over in Rathvilly there was a buzz in the air as a big crowd turned out to offer their support for a great cause. Elsewhere, Kildavan Clonigal actually found a near-perfect new pair of wellies, suggesting they were set to start up a bring-and-buy sale. Back down the road, young and old from the Ballon Club played their part too. St Mullins, who have won 27 senior hurling titles, and club members showed where their drive and purpose comes from as they walk the roads and byways picking up rubbish as they progressed. The same in Aeroog around Tachaska, as club members gave the surrounding areas a full spring clean, no pun intended. No doubt, as the week unfolds, more photographs will appear, all for the benefit of the local communities. A great project which deserves and received Huge support.